The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. So today's episode of The Shaleen Show is sponsored by our friends at Trophy Skin. I just want to tell you about the two different products. I'm going to tell you the difference between the two of them, how you can use them, how they've helped me. And aside from these products, they've got incredible tools, literally tools that you can use at home. The things that you normally would have to go to a, like a skincare spa to have these treatments done, like microdermabrasion, et cetera. And I always thought about that. Like when I would go to these spas, I'm like, why can't I just buy one of these machines? Except that they were so crazy expensive until now. Trophy Skin has solved that problem and they've made those spa grade tools, but super affordable, super safe and easy to use at home. Okay, so two tools I've been using. The first is called the Rejuvalite. So you just plug this sucker in and you just sit in front of it for five minutes on whatever area you want to reduce either fine lines and wrinkles or even the appearance of scarring. So for me, basically when I'm getting ready in the morning, I just plug it in and I point it at my scars and I just stand in front of it while I'm like doing my makeup or whatever. But you can also use it on your skin, like on your face. So wherever you're sitting, just doing nothing for five minutes, you just plug this thing in. Like if you're reading a devotional or listening to a podcast or talking on the phone or doing whatever, literally five minutes in front of this red light therapy. And you will begin over time to see a difference in fine lines and wrinkles. Okay, but the other tool that I'm kind of obsessed with, you know, because with the red light therapy, it's amazing, but you know, you have to do it for a period of time before you see results. But if you want to see like immediate, instant results, check out their Ultra Derm MD. Okay, so it's this machine that is like three spa treatments in one. It's got this wand that you basically give yourself microdermabrasion. And I'm not kidding you, when you're done, you're going to feel like you have brand new skin. You know, sometimes when you get in front of a 10x mirror and you're like, what is going on? I didn't know I had all these dry spots and plugged pores and, you know, just like, I don't know. I look at my skin sometimes. I'm like, I want to take sandpaper to it, but that's not safe. So I just pull out my Ultra Derm MD. You can do it while you're sitting on the couch watching Netflix, whatever. I mean, lotions and potions are great for your skin, but it's so cool to have these tools. And again, they're super affordable, made even more so when you use code LIFER at checkout. So you just go to trophyskin.com and they're going to give you 15% off of all of your products when you check out. Again, it's trophyskin.com. Use code LIFER for 15% off. So today I wanted to do an episode Look, kind of a personal one. I want to talk about something that I think I'm, I'm pretty good at it, but I know I need to get better. And if there's something that you've been wanting to do or you're sick of doing or you feel obligated to do it and you just don't want to, if there's something you've been dreaming about doing, if there's something you know is it's just not a big deal, but for whatever reason, you feel guilty about it and you just, you won't do it but you know it's not a big deal because you just, you won't give yourself permission to do it. Well then keep listening because that's what I want to work through today. I want to work through giving myself permission to do some things and I want you to go on this journey with me. 
So if you listen to the podcast, obviously, you're one of those people that just kind of wants to be a better version of yourself. Maybe you find the Friday episodes entertaining. I don't know. Maybe you've got ADHD. Maybe, you know, whatever. We talk about all the things on the show. I know I'm not an expert at all things. Hello. I know that. But I also know about myself that I'm a know-it-all. I also know that I'm a hyper-focused researcher. Like when I'm struggling with something, I will go above and beyond. I will do more research than most. I will obsess. I will look for experts. I will read books. I will listen to podcasts. I watch YouTube videos. I will read research papers. Like I obsess about things because it's not even obsess. I'll just dig deep. I feel like there's a solution to almost everything. Like anything that I'm struggling with, you can just start online and find incredible solutions or at least ways to make things better, ways to make myself better, ways to improve. Anyways, that's what the show's about. And oftentimes I'm presenting things or experts or topics that I've kind of worked through. And this is one that I wouldn't say I've worked through it because I don't know if you ever will. I don't think that's even possible, but I have gotten better at it. And that's a really good thing. And I feel like the better I get at this, the happier I am and the better my life becomes, the freer I feel. And I think you feel the same way. So I'm not an expert at this, but I have worked through it a little bit and I'm still working through it. And so I'm just going to process my thoughts and be like super real and honest with you about some things that I still just won't give myself permission to do and I need to. But it's hard, right? Like, so right now, what's something if I were to ask you, like, what is one thing that you you would just love to do, you want to do, or even you know you need to do, but for whatever reason, you just won't give yourself permission? What is it? Let me know. And it is my show. So I'm going to go first. And then I'm going to read off some of the things that you told me were things that you just aren't giving yourself permission to do. Okay, here's mine. And this is just like in the moment, that thing that I thought of when I asked you that question. For me, I would love, love to take three days and just take a vacation by myself. Get away. And okay, so like now just even saying that, I feel guilty. I feel guilty that my husband will take that, like, why would you not want to do that with me? Well, I do. I do want to do that with you. But I also have never in my life taken three days to be by myself. And I want to do that. I'd love to do that. I mean, I'm an introvert. And I just, I don't know, that to me sounds heavenly. So my friend, Sean Bloker, you know him as Sean T., that's something that he does regularly. And I just, ugh, I don't want to say I'm jealous, <laughs> but I think I am. I'm, I'm so envious that he gives himself permission. I don't want to say that he can do that because I can do that. If I told Brett I wanted to do that, he would make it happen. But I also know there would be a part of him that would be sad or maybe would feel rejected. So to give myself permission to do that also feels like making a conscientious decision that I know will hurt someone. And that's the thing about giving ourselves permission, right? Because here are some of the things you told me you would love to do 
but you're just you're not giving yourself permission to do it. And by the way, there were a ton of these. And some of them are so simple and so sweet and so innocent. And I don't know, it's just very telling. Like I got emotional reading some of these. Okay, so here we go. Go on a girl's trip. Sleep in. Isn't that crazy? Like to just give yourself permission to to sleep? That's crazy, but I get it. To go out to lunch by myself without my husband or my kids. To be wealthy when no one else in my family is. To take a vacation. To take a single day off of work. I have my own agency. To not give a F word what people think about me or what I wear or what I look like as long as I'm happy. To let go of friends who just don't put in any effort. To spend money on myself because I make a really good salary. To just take a single day where I'm not doing any chores or anything to keep the house up and just chill. To leave a job that I recently started. It's got great income for us, but it is killing my spirit. To cry and admit that I'm angry. To eat the things that I once was able to eat in moderation, but now because trainers have labeled them as cheap food, I feel like I'm a bad person. To slow down. I have more than enough. Why do I keep chasing? To post myself in social media without using filters. I am so afraid of being judged. To get a facelift. I have the money and my husband's okay with it, but I feel so guilty. To admit that I don't love being a stay-at-home mom and I feel empty. To not be perfect. To take a break from social media. To forgive myself. And this one's almost the opposite. To admit it when I'm wrong. To tell my family that I'm gay. To admit to people that I don't want to be a mother. To stay in bed all day and just watch TV. To take a day off from the gym. And a lot of these were repeats, like I kept seeing the same kinds of answers over and over again, even if they were like slightly different. So if I had to categorize the most popular responses, I would have to say the majority of people, like a ton of people, a lot of you said it had to do with money. Like there's so much guilt around money, like we can afford to do this, but I just won't give myself permission to. And obviously, you know, a, a large percentage of my audience is female, so there was There was a lot of what I would call almost like mom guilt kind of stuff, like caretaker stuff. Like I I think women in general, we, we just tend to take care of people. Part of it is guilt that makes us feel like we have to do this. And then also I think a piece of it is just it's wrapped up in our identity. Like this is who I am and this is how I get value is by, you know, being that person for everybody else. And so, again, a lot of the common responses just were so, so simple. Like, I just don't want to have to pack lunches this morning. Or I I want to tell my husband that I want to sleep in. And I'm sure that a lot of the people in your life who, if they read these things, they'd be like, well, just do it. And you know you can. I mean, almost all of these things, it's not that you can't do it. You know you have permission. The only person who's standing in the way is you, right? Like, I mean, even with my own example, like wanting to take a couple days or three days, like, gosh, just to go to Mexico or just check into a hotel. 
it just sounds so yummy, but I feel like it would hurt my husband's feelings or it might hurt like a friend's feelings. Like, why do you want to be by yourself? What is it about us that's so horrible? You know what I mean? Like it's fear of letting people down. It's fear of, I don't know what it is, you guys, but I I know it's true for me. I have these weird hangups around inconveniencing someone or, I mean, in some cases I don't worry about hurting, this sounds crass, like I don't worry about hurting people's feelings. I mean, in some cases I think, well, if that's their issue and if it's unrealistic, then I don't worry about it. But like the people who I love and care about the most, even if it is their issue, there's no way I'm going to risk hurting their feelings or making them feel bad, you know? So for whatever reason, I can't give myself permission to do something that feels like a treat. But also a lot of your responses related to not giving yourself permission to to dream, like not giving yourself permission to to go for the job or to quit the job and start the business or to do your own thing. Like so many people said, I need to give myself permission to just go for it. Just try it. Do the thing. Wear the dress. Ask the girl out. Start the business. And to me, those things were like, those kind of fell into the category of like permission to fail. So there were like different categories. So when I think about the thing that I the things I'm afraid to give myself permission to do kind of relate to prioritizing me or doing something that kind of feels selfish. And also, I think the reason why I'm afraid to do those things is because, you know, you might think less of me or whoever, like fill in the blank person might think less of me if I don't do all the things. I've talked about this before, like when we were first you know, building our businesses and we had like tons of employees, not tons of employees. We were just growing, I should say. And our children were little. I just was so wrapped up in what people thought of me. Like, and what I needed them to think of me is that I was superwoman. You know what I mean? So like with our business, I would do everything myself. Like I, I literally wore every single hat for every single department. I edited the music. I packed the boxes, I selected the music, I got the music licensing rights from the companies, I made up the choreography, I helped edit the videos. When we would have our area promotions directors come into town, I would make their gift bags, I would iron the t-shirts, I would assemble the chairs. I friggin' made my own wedding invitations and made the centerpieces. Why? Not to save us money. No, that's not why. I did it because... I needed credit. I needed people to say like, oh my God, you did that and you did that too. And I had to have a major transformation to break free from that identity because I just didn't feel like I was a valuable person or that people saw me as important or worthy if I wasn't able to like kind of trump everybody and say, see, I did this and I did that and I parked the cars and I I made my dress and I painted the building, like stupid things that no one frigging cared about. But for whatever reason, it was just it was just not feeling like a valuable person. It was just not having confidence in the fact that it's okay just to be and that no one really cares who did something. They just want to know it got done. And it 
it's so much cooler to be part of a team. And so the way that I broke free from that, in case that's something you struggle with, is just realizing that it actually felt better to thank someone else and to give somebody else credit publicly and to see them shine and to see them bask in, you know, like the gratitude that you would have when someone did something and, and just to honor them. And that that took practice for me to tap into like, this actually feels really good. Because in the past, when I would like do whatever the thing is and be the person who cared for everybody else, there was never enough praise. There was never enough gratitude. So then I often felt kind of like a martyr, like I was being taken advantage of, which I really wasn't. It just was like the thank you and the acknowledgement. If it wasn't big enough, then I would feel sorry for myself, which is so stupid because you should never do things because you want the accolades or the thank you. And, you know, there's some things I obviously just did because I love doing them. But there's also, if I'm being all the way honest, there's a lot of things I did because I wanted the credit. I wanted people to say like, wow, you did that too? Or I feared, what if people said I didn't pull my weight? What if somebody criticized me and said, we really couldn't count on her or she didn't do much? And yeah, that that still is there. To this day, I find myself like wanting, needing, needing to, I should say needing to in a position where I should assign or delegate something to someone else. And I just, the people pleaser me is like, well, I, I don't want to delegate this to this person who I'm paying them to do this. So I'll just, I'll just do it for them. I mean, like even my staff, sometimes I'm like, they should be doing this. Why am I doing it? They're being paid to do it. And I don't have the time to do it. And this is kind of an entrepreneurial thing. Like sometimes we as entrepreneurs, we get in these weird predicaments where we tell ourselves these lies like, well, it would take more time to explain how to fix it. And it'll save me time if I just do it this one time, even though they're getting paid to do it. I'll just do it this one time. And then you find yourself doing it a couple of times. And then you just have to get to a place where you have to admit, okay, so either they aren't cut out for it, or maybe you haven't invested enough time, kind of like really invested the time to teach them how to do that thing and or to communicate your expectations. Or the third option is you're just a, a wimp and you've decided it's easier to like eat up all of your time doing somebody else's job. It, it's easier to do that than it is to have this uncomfortable conversation with someone who you like, but maybe they're not doing their job great. You know what I mean? Like that is the Achilles heel for so many entrepreneurial friends that I have. They'll be like, I just, I keep doing his or her job, or I keep feeling really frustrated and I, I don't know how to communicate this to this person. So therefore, I'm not going to give myself permission to bring on somebody better. I'm not going to give myself permission to do the right thing because doing the right thing might hurt somebody's feelings. It might make them feel bad about themselves. Okay, so then let's talk about, you know, when we won't give ourselves permission to admit that we're not happy with something. Okay, so here's another example, personal one. So my Patreon peeps, they freaking know everything. If you're not in Patreon, 
I'm going to give myself permission right now to tell you what is wrong with you. It is, if you like this, the kind of more personal side of the podcast, I'm just going to give myself permission right now to tell you that you should give yourself permission to spend five bucks a month. <laughs> now, if you're like, no, nah, not, not really. I, I prefer the, all just the personal development expert kind of stuff Monday and Wednesday don't really love Friday's podcast. Okay, fine. But if you love Friday's podcast, can I just give you permission right now to spend the five bucks to bring yourself some joy? Okay. I say that because my, my Patreon peeps, they freaking know everything. They know like the backstory on the wedding. They they know all the things. And when you join Patreon, you get all the back episodes. So you'll you'll know it too when you join. Okay. And it'll be in the show notes. But so I've talked and we've talked a lot on the Patreon episodes that we are probably going to sell our house here at the beach. And it it took me a really long time to admit to Brett that I don't really love this house. And I feel like a jerk saying that because most people would kill themselves to live in a house like this. This is something that was on our bucket list for, I don't know, 10 years. I'm right now as I'm recording, I'm looking at the ocean, not like far away. Like it looks like I'm on a boat and I'm, I'm recording in a podcast studio that's pink with diamond trim on the ceiling. Like this should be my dream house. And it is my husband's dream house, which makes me feel even more guilty to acknowledge the fact that I don't love this house. I don't know what it is. And because I can't exactly put my finger on it. I mean, there's like lots of little things. And when I acknowledge all those little things, I feel like a jerk. I feel very privileged. I feel like a spoiled brat. I feel like that I feel like I don't have the right to say I don't love this or I'm not a thousand percent satisfied. And I also feel like I don't have permission to do that because the house that we raised our kids in was my idea. That was my dream house. That was what I wanted for our kids. It was what I saw. It was my dream. And I know that Brett didn't love living there. Like it was kind of more of a sacrifice for him because he always wanted to be on the water. So now I feel like if I'm being, again, all the way honest, I don't feel like I have the right or like it's my turn or I don't know what you want to call it to voice, to admit that I'm not a thousand percent satisfied with this house. And it also feels very selfish to say or to feel like I deserve to be fully satisfied. You know, and 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 Brett isn't like a thousand percent satisfied with this house. Like there's issues. There there are things that we both have talked about. Like, yeah, we love it and it's been amazing, but it would be nice if if it had this and it would be nice if it had that and it would be nice if we could do this, this, this and this. You know what I mean? And those are the kinds of things that we both are kind of in agreement on. But yeah, I still have not until recently given myself permission to be honest about our current situation. And one of the reasons why, like think about your own situation now, right? Like, so I'll stop talking about me for a second. And if you think about something right now in your life, that's like amazing and anyone else would kill for and they would give their right arm for, but you're not like a million percent satisfied with it. <laughs> so hear my voice cracking. I'm not satisfied with my voice either. Oh, I talked about that on Friday. 
Stay focused, Shaleen. Stay focused. Okay. So when you are not satisfied with your current situation, what does that mean? That means that you have to voice that you're interested in change, right? The possibility of change. And change is freaking scary because what if we were to sell this house and then I wasn't happy? I did not give myself permission to be sad or to admit that I was sad when we moved from the house that I raised my kids in. I'm going to give myself permission right now to say I was hurt that my kids and my husband just didn't feel an emotional attachment to the house. I could cry right now. I have so much emotion for that house. That was the house I raised my kids in. I miss that house. I don't know if I miss the house, but I miss all the memories. But I didn't give myself permission to be sad or to express that I didn't want to move because I felt like I didn't deserve to to deny somebody else what they wanted. You know what I mean? And I don't know if that's right or wrong. That's just part of the give and take of marriage. So I'm talking myself out of that right now. But it does scare me a little bit to think that recently I have told Brett that this you know, I, I would like to sell this house and find our dream house or travel, just travel, like take that money and put it into our investments and have that money actually make us money and then use that money so we don't have to work so hard and to give myself permission to not work so hard, like give myself permission to take a day off or take a month off of podcasting to heal my voice. I can't do that. I cannot give myself permission I can't to take time off. I cannot. I don't want to. (laughs) Is it the right thing to do at this stage? I don't think I need to. Like Brock was like, mom, like for the rest of the month, why don't I just do the Shalene show or sorry, the, um, not the Shalene show. (laughs) Yeah. Hi, I'm Brock Johnson with the Shalene show. No, he was like, mom, I'll just do all the build your tribe episodes. And I'm like, no, I won't even give myself permission to take a little bit of a rest because I feel like this is my fault. I'm going to let people down and I will not grant myself the compassion that I probably deserve. You know what I mean? Because I would feel like I was letting so many people down. Like during our vacation time, the summer when we went to Europe and we took 30 days off, I recorded most of our podcasts in advance, which was great, but I refused to take any time off of Patreon because I just felt so obligated to show up live and take people on that vacation with us. And I know you're probably like, oh boy, woe is me. Oh wow, Shaleen, like, ugh, really? I mean, this is what you're struggling with? I'm just, you know, I'm just being honest. Like, these are things that I think about and I I have to give myself permission to be honest about my feelings and to know that there's going to be some people who judge me. Some people are like, give me a break. Woe is me. Like, get over yourself. And I have to give myself permission to know that you might be judging me. And that's okay. Because if I'm constantly worried about what people think, then I'll never give myself permission to live, to just be, to be authentic and to to do what's what I feel is in my heart and in my soul or like that I desire. And that is partly because we all, 
I'm sure you do this too. I, I just sometimes get so caught up in what I think the possible outcome could be. And I know I've done a lot of episodes telling you guys not to be perfectionist. And I think that was another really common theme, if you will, when I was reading your responses. Like a lot of people, the thing that you're afraid to give yourself permission to do is to fail. You're afraid to like start the job or put yourself out there or go on social media or whatever, because you refuse to give yourself permission to fail. But if you don't give yourself permission to fail, it's like not giving yourself permission to grow, right? So if if you're so caught up in the potential outcome or like how people are going to view you or you know, that the outcome could be negative or it might not go as you had planned or you might disappoint someone or you might disappoint yourself, then you're just not even giving yourself permission to grow because the only way you can grow, I'm like kind of giving myself a little pep talk right now, is if you do fail. It's pretty rare to grow <laughs> when things go your way. I mean, it's fun and I love it when things go my way. I love it, love it, love it. But along the way, when things are going my way, a lot of little things aren't going my way and that's good for me. I know that. One thing that I am kind of proud of, and this has probably happened more so in like the last five years, is I have given myself permission to not be liked by people who I like. And in the past, that would have killed me. Like if there's somebody who I admired or I really liked their personality or I thought they had all these great qualities and if for some reason I found out or I thought that they didn't really like or care for me, that would kill me. I would change who I was or how I responded or how I behaved or what I said or whatever. I would just, I would try to change their perception. And in probably like the last, I guess I would say like five years, I have become so good at just going, it's okay. I can really like them and think a lot of them and I shouldn't. It doesn't make sense to change who I am to try to make them like me. And I, and I started to notice these patterns about myself. And I have to tell you, like that, if I can be give myself permission right now to pat myself on the back, changing that pattern has been so freeing. And I, I can think of like two really awesome, and I still think these are two awesome, awesome people who I really like. I think they're amazing but for whatever reason, we've had falling outs. They don't feel the same way about me that I feel about them. And that's okay because it doesn't change who I am. I know my essence. I think I know their essence. But what I don't know is what their past or whatever. I don't know why they have a different perception of me than that which I know to be true of myself. And listen to what I'm about to say. Their perception of me does not change me. It does not change who I am. And once I realize that, like my physical body, my spiritual being, my purpose, my just feeling light and being able to be who I am got so much easier. It is so hard. <laughs> it's impossible to to be who you are and to, to realize that it doesn't please somebody else and then to try to figure out like, okay, well, so how should I change 
to please that person. You know, that just, that's impossible. It is absolutely impossible, even when it's somebody who you care or love very, very much. And and maybe you think the world of them, or maybe you just like really like them, or, or maybe it's someone who you in the past desperately wanted their approval, like a parent or a good friend or somebody who's respected in the community, like whatever it is. We really don't know each other all the way. And who you do need to know, who I hope you know, is you. And it's impossible. It is literally impossible to be who you are and to fulfill your purpose and to you know to live your life to the fullest and to feel freedom if you're always seeking permission or validation from other people right people or wrong people like even the right people if there are such things you know you know what i mean by like the right people like whatever the people you admire even those people if you're looking for validation from those people you will never be satisfied and you will never truly be yourself because the only being who you can get validation from is God and the only person you need validation from is you. You know, and, and sometimes we have to give ourselves permission to do something that we've done in the past, but then we stop trusting ourselves. Like like trust, for example, like I, I have had to give myself permission to trust my intuition and in the past, I have for sure dismissed my own intuition because I felt like it wasn't nice or it was short-sighted or I wasn't giving somebody the benefit of the doubt. Now, this one has been super tricky for me, right? Because I've had to find balance because I still believe, here's, here, okay, what am I trying to say? What I'm trying to say is now I give my intuition permission to raise the red flags, and I give myself permission to ask uncomfortable questions. But what I'm not going to give myself permission to do is to jump to conclusions. I just don't think that's a healthy thing to do. So I've heard people say, like, you know, I want to give myself permission to believe my first thought or my gut instinct. And I feel differently about that. I feel like I want to give myself permission to feel the gut instinct and to inquire further even if it offends somebody. Like recently I had this situation with like a very close friend of mine and my gut instinct was like, this is wrong. I'm never going to talk to this person ever again. My gut instinct was they didn't handle it, the situation the way I would have handled it. And so therefore that's a reflection of how they feel about me or it's a reflection of their character. And my gut instinct was cut them off out, cut them off. Like this is a toxic person, not a toxic person, but this is, this is somebody who you really can't trust, right? That was my gut instinct. But what I, I gave myself permission to do was to pause and to have empathy and to ask a lot more questions to understand like, how did this go down? And I'm so glad I did that because I was able to work through like a really sticky point in our friendship and it got rocky and and we're going to be so much stronger because of it because that's what relationships do but i had to give myself permission to pause i had to give myself permission to be uncomfortable i had to give myself permission to ask uncomfortable questions that i knew would make this other person feel like defensive and might make them feel like 
well, screw you. Like, how dare you question me? But the alternative was that my gut instinct was to like cut them off out of a need to protect myself because they didn't handle the situation the same way I would. Well, long story short, really short, in asking a lot more questions, what I discovered was that we were raised very, very differently. And our own traumas and experiences and our childhoods resulted in the two of us handling the same situation very, very differently. And had I not given myself permission to be uncomfortable, permission to ask uncomfortable questions, permission to to not sweep it under the rug or to pretend like it didn't happen, but to say like, you know, I got to tell you that it kind of bothers me that you didn't say something or that you did say something or, you know, how you handled it. And I want to get to the bottom of it. I, I want to understand. And I'm so glad I did because by giving myself permission to be really uncomfortable, we will have a, a much stronger relationship. I know that. And, and one more area that I think I've, I've done a good job of kind of transforming from a former people pleaser was, is that I have given myself permission to change my mind and to evolve. Like I, I have given myself permission to say, yeah, I used to say this or I used to think this and I don't think that anymore. And part of that is like just learning that I had to stop saying I have to or I must, because if there's something that gives me the sense that I I have to do it, then I've given myself permission to say, it's okay. I've changed my mind and say, I've decided not to do this. I've given myself permission to back out of things and to realize like, it's okay if that person thinks I'm a flake now. It's okay if that person is frustrated with me. It's okay that I'm honoring my mental health or I'm honoring my intuition in some instances where it just, I'm not going to do things anymore because I feel like I have to do them. I've given myself permission to to change my mind, to reschedule things, to back out of things, to say, I'm sorry, I know I had committed, but unfortunately now it's not going to work out for me. I have given myself permission to have the occasional unproductive day this is a work in progress. Like I've gotten better about giving myself permission to not be like a thousand percent productive seven days a week. What I haven't given myself permission yet, and I'm working on this, is to do that and not feel like I'm less valuable. I'm just being honest. I do feel like I'm less important, less valuable to the world when I'm less productive except when we were on vacation. So maybe I, 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 am, I am definitely making progress. It's just not great yet, but I'm, I'm getting there. You know, I'm getting there. And, and probably I should do some EMDR on that. That would probably be helpful. I think I've gotten a lot better at learning to catch myself. Like if there's a morning where I should, I had planned to be at the gym by 7 a.m. and I'm still laying in bed and I'm watching a YouTube video and it feels really good. And I'm looking out the ocean. My hot cup of coffee is next to me. My hot husband just brought it up. I'm comfortable. I'm relaxed. I'm being entertained. I know I'm going to exercise later. And it feels really good. But why do I feel guilty? So baby steps, 
I've given myself permission to do that, which in the past I never, never would have just laid in bed. Ever, ever, ever. Isn't that crazy? Maybe it's not. Maybe you're the same way. But now I've gotten to a stage where I can just lay in bed for like an hour if I want and just look out at the ocean and drink my coffee or watch a YouTube video or listen to a podcast. I've given myself permission to do that and I'm working on the part. I'm working on not feeling guilty or like I'm a lesser human being or I'm less valuable when I do that. I'm a work in progress. Aren't we all? Well, thank you for doing this with me. I would love to know, what are you working on? Like, what is it that you're like, I want to do it. It's not that big of a deal. I've got to get over this. And I got to get over myself. I've got to put myself out there. I've got to go for it. I've got to figure out why it is I have this hang up because we are best able to like live our lives to the fullest when we balance all of this. I'm not talking about living this hedonistic life where you're just doing everything that makes you feel good and you don't have to ask for permission for anything and like you're willing to hurt people's feelings and let people down and all those. I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about those things that are so simple and they would bring you joy or you know it's you were meant to do these things, but for whatever reason, you're not giving yourself permission because you've got some kind of a hang up. We need to work through these things. I'm working through mine. I want to know from you, what are you working through? What is your hang up? Don't be afraid. I want you to post it in the pod squad, okay? Get in that pod squad and let me know what it is you are working on. I'm going to first check your comments inside the Patreon app. So if you're a Patreon member, you get to listen to all the episodes ad-free plus the extra episodes that I do. And sometimes when I talk about Patreon, I feel guilty because a few people have made comments like, I can't afford the $5. And so it really makes me feel bad when you talk about it. But you know what? It takes a lot of extra work. It takes a lot of team members. I pour my heart and soul and very personal issues into the Patreon. So I'm giving myself permission right now to to talk about it and to promote it without feeling guilty, without feeling like gross about it, because it's amazing, in my opinion. And it's super affordable. So here's what I'm going to do. If we add another 1,000 new Patreon members this month, I am going to give five randomly selected Patreon members a $200 gift certificate, just like an Amazon or Visa card or whatever, like so you can spend it wherever you need it. And yeah, and I didn't even ask Brett or Kristen if I have permission to do this. I'm just freaking doing it. I gave myself permission and hopefully you give yourself permission if you like these kinds of episodes. I am excited for you to hear Wednesday's episode. By the way, did you listen to my What to Watch episode? Did you guys watch the, what was it? It was called The Rehearsal. Because when I recorded the episode, I had not watched anything more than the trailer of The Rehearsal. But now I've watched tons of episodes and I need to talk about it. I need to talk to somebody about it. It is such a weird, wild, crazy ride, the show, The Rehearsal. It's on HBO. Okay, so let's talk about that inside whatever, Pod Squad, Patreon, wherever you leave your comments, let's talk. I love you. I mean it. I really do. I mean it. And I'll talk to you soon. Hey, if you enjoyed the show, just do me a favor and double check and make sure that you're subscribed or following if you're actually someone who listens on the Apple podcast. And if you've got just like 30 seconds, it would really mean the world to me if you were able to leave 
a five-star review and tell me specifically what it is you liked about this episode. My show is released every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I do also have a business podcast that comes out on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I host that with my son, Brock. It's called Build Your Tribe. You should check it out. There's always a link in the show notes. I'm sure you know this, but on Fridays, my episodes are very casual. It's very personal. It's usually stuff with myself and my husband. If you love that kind of stuff, I want to invite you to check out my Patreon. It's all of the Shaleen Show episodes ad-free. In addition to that, for just $5 a month, you get extra episodes. And this is this is the stuff that's like kind of too personal to put on the Shaleen Show. It, it's all personal stuff. There's like no like personal development. It's just real, raw, what's going on in our lives, stuff we can't talk about on the show. However, if you are easily offended, Patreon is not for you. That's not the place to be, all right? You can learn more about it by going to patreon.com forward slash the Shalene Show. Any of the links that I referenced in this episode will show up in the show notes, which are just below the episode. To learn more about the services that I offer and to take advantage of some of the free resources, I invite you to check out my website, which can be found at shalene.com. 